All right, we are. Uh, we're recording here at Tiny Terror. Well, yes, we are. <laughs> we're gonna do what we're gonna do here is I'm gonna fix with the levels on air because I'm a professional. Well, it's a- <laughs> <laughs> should have done this beforehand. That's how we roll. Um, but what we're gonna do here, we're gonna start with a little what we've been watching, and yeah. then we are going to uh, make our. We're gonna lock in our final picks for who we think the killers are for Scream Six. Oh boy. Um, Will it be one, two, three? Four. A gaggle. They're all killers. A, a gaggle. A gaggle what's of ghosts. What's, what's a good? Oh, a gaggle. A murder. Okay. No, a murder. A murder of, <laughs> a murder of ghost face. A sleuth of ghost face. Do, do they call the Do they call the franchise uh, the crow franchise and the murder of crows box? <laughs> the murder of crows box. Set. Somebody at Dimension or whatever. Does Dimension still exist? I don't know. Somebody at somebody at whatever studio owns the crow is just like oh, write it down. Let's go. Write it down. Um, so okay, let's. We'll knock out what we've been watching. I'm just gonna go real quick and then because I'm gonna turn the floor over to you two. Um, yes. I wanted to talk a little I'll bit go about. Second, Nikki's gonna carry the the torch on this thing. She's gonna really run with the. <laughs> she watches the most out of everybody in this room. So. Joe Bob's Vicious Halloween How double that? feature, very fun. So he did a couple movies here. The first was Phantom of the Mall: Eric's Revenge, excellent, which choice. is a yeah a late '80s slasher movie, quite fun. Also, uh, fun a bit of trivia: it stars the in a smaller role, the most interesting man in the world from the Dosakis commercial. He's in it for like what two minutes? <laughs> yes, um, I think it also stars. Uh, I think it was the dude from Silk Stockings. Is it? Yes. If you remember Silk oh, Stockings? I've had that on like a watch list of mine. Oh, really? Yeah. Silk, be- Silk Stockings was because it's kind of like you know racy. Oh no, it's very. Steamy. Oh, it's yeah. very racy. It's a detective show, but it's like the idea is that it's super oh. steamy. It's basically soft core. It was on after what? Monday Night Raw it when was. I was a kid, and my parents, <laughs> my parents were always like, "Turn it off." It's, wrestling's oh. over, Tim. Time to go to bed. Silk I Stockings didn't know is that. on. But the, hey. But they didn't change the channel. <laughs> yeah, they didn't change the channel. They just I know it's because bed. my parents would watch Silk Stockings, which is, looking back is a little bit weird. But um, your parents did a lot of weird things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but I remember my my mom being very upset that they changed the leads of Silk Stockings like halfway through the series. They did, yes. They, like like the, the the lead couple, the detectives that were like, "Will they or won't they?" The whole show apparently like left the show yep. and they brought in two new detectives and my mom was like I'm out I can't yep. I can't get invested in these two yes <laughs> <laughs> so that was the first movie I like when Joe Bob does this he does the fun movie in the first half and then he does the bizarre insane movie in the second half because yeah. then he showed uh, this was his ho- this was Valentine's Day Spectacular and uh, they were in Vegas so good for oh. them they got some uh, they got a trip to Vegas Excellent. because he was marrying he was performing the ceremony for a couple who won a contest during the Christmas episode Um, but the second movie is when the ceremony took place and the movie they showed was Necromantic oh god see here's my go ahead continue anyway uh, I did not watch these live I watched them on delay just so you know because Shudder puts them on a little bit later I just can't stay up as much as I would love to stay up for Necromantic at three in the morning (laughs) Necromantic I'm not going to talk about much here Uh, I did not realize I have never thought about it. I was just also, I thought like when people saw, it's got one of the all time great covers. Um, It's about a woman. The cover is a woman holding a, nestling a uh, dead body, a corpse (laughs) up to her breast. Um, This is about necrophilia. uh, The movie. (laughs) And I like, for some reason I never had it in my head that it would be so divisive because I read the comments uh, on the shutter website and they're like, like a lot of them are just like, why'd you show this trash? Like, this is horrible. This is awful. And like in my head, I'm like, 
like what did you ex- like what did you guys expect there? Like, but you know the, the shutter crowd is like <laughs> revolting that that's that's you got a problem on your hands i find it There's sometimes a sequel too there is i have never seen the sequel i might watch it now i've heard it's gnarlier than the first one uh, the, anyway the movie itself <laughs> i'm not going to recommend it to anybody no. it's a movie you need to shower after yes um there are like i think the idea of it is brilliant because essentially it's like it's a german film and it was made because the german censors were very strict at the time so the dude in kind of a punk rock way said all right i'm just gonna make the most depraved movie i can and think it's, of it's depraved <laughs> and like you try to censor this fight uh, the man but, yes. <laughs> but i want to mention the um the actual ceremony itself uh with joe bob the wedding the wedding it was quite a weird experience because they were cut in between and it was like oddly touching like i got a little choked up there this joe bob does a terrific job i bet the he does. young couple uh they seem very in love hopefully everything works out for them uh well <laughs> like it's, it's it was this weird like touching stuff like in the middle of necromancy, <laughs> which honestly at times has like moments of beauty and like some of that works though right it's it was kind of amazing and yeah i got a little bit uh i got a little bit verklempt as they say so Did, you never thought you'd get emotional during necromantic right <laughs> <laughs> Unless vomiting counts as no. Now, Joe Bob, of course, a um, far behind, a very good um, at being kind of le- master of ceremony. What do you call that? The the reverend, the kind of the Mary, the officiant, yeah, the officiant. Uh, yeah. But far behind one, Mister Gojo. Well, of course. I mean, so, no one can no one can match up. I just wanted to say that I was giving Joe Bob a lot of props, but I want to say he's not even close to the. I best. mean, Gojo has been the officiant at the two. How many? How many weddings has he done now? Three. Is he done three? He's done three. I know he did was. Did he do yours? He did ours. He was the yes. officiant at the two greatest weddings in the history <laughs> yeah. of films. So yes. <laughs> that's all that matters. Um, Everybody that's married in this room, which is all the people in this room, yeah, were married by Gojo. Yes. Yes. So shout out to him. Woo-woo! Um, yeah, um, I'm gonna be quick here because I have not been watching anything except for A and E's intervention. <laughs> you are back on an intervention kit. Yes, back on an intervention because kit. they put on it's a new on season. Oh uh, well, they put a new season on Netflix, and it's Intervention Canada, and they all have really cool accents. Okay, so I'm sorry to interrupt your yes. segment of this, but like uh, Minnesota and like Canadian accents are like my favorite accents well behind a boston accent mm. oh like, you like the boston accent? i love a boston accent so much but we I love our always, boston listeners oh yes absolutely <laughs> it's my favorite yeah we favorite, love them just favorite. uh make sure if you're sending write an email don't leave a voicemail for me i listen to that <laughs> please leave me a voicemail um and then say all like the bostonian words that you can i like the band um, but I also really love a Canadian accent and like like the Minnesota accent and everything. And Minnesota? Minnesota accent and everything. Um so um but he has played a couple of clips for me knowing how much I love their accents. And it is like it feels very uncomfortable to laugh at the, at the show intervention because these are actual human beings. No, who, they right. are, and like we like appreciate that they're going through tough times. I everything. enjoy the show because I find it very uplifting. Like I, I, I love yeah. seeing people Overcome. overcoming their struggles. Yeah. I think it's great. But then, like when they're going through like their deepest, darkest times, and then like, hey, you're having a real rough time there with the heroine, Neri. <laughs> And you're like, I gotta play this for Nikki because this is the most insane shit I've ever heard. In my and then you life. feel really bad for laughing at them. And you're not laughing at them; you're just laughing at She's their voice. She's gonna OD, don't you know? And I'm like, oh god, now I have to play that for Nikki too. And I feel gross, but I'm like, I have to do it. But it's like, their I can't are, not play are it. Incredible! Yeah. So, yeah. I love it so much. Okay, I'm sorry. So anyway, go on. Um, no, so when I'm not, anyway, when I'm not exploiting people on 
dr- people that are drug addicts. Um, Canadian, in particular. <laughs> uh, I've been reading a lot, uh, mostly thanks to Tim, uh, who lent me a bunch of comics. I'm going to briefly, briefly run through them. Uh, it's not easy being a bunny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, last run in last year's first issue of that. Um, I love Last Ronin. Last year's seems like it's off to a really good start. Very excited for this it. This is the Ninja Turtles. Ninja like, Turtles, kind of Last like the, Ronin. Kind of like I would compare it to maybe if you don't know, something like, would you Dark say Knight something? Returns. Dark Knight Returns. Old Man Logan. Spider-Man Reign. Yep. Yeah, Spider-Man Reign rules. Um, anyway, read that if you haven't. Um, Maniac of New York, uh, which is a slasher comic from an indie publisher called... Aftershock. Aftershock. Uh, this was fun. Very brisk. Light yeah. on the plot, heavy on the slash. Dug it. Would read it. Would read another book. Um, Guy who wrote it, I think, writes for like Colbert and stuff. Yeah. Oh, you story for the Daily Show. It's uh, fun. It's y- fun. Yep. Yeah. So and the art is. I think the art is really great too. The yeah. art's phenomenal. The writing is 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 fun and brisk and but it, it sets you up with enough for you where you're like, I want to see where this goes. There's more to the killer than just being like a d- big dumb slasher. Um. And then Department of Truth, which is the uh, writer of Something's Killing the Children, which I know is very popular as well. I've not read that yet. I have that. I can lend that to you, too. Is it good? You it's like good. It? It's very good. Yeah, it, cool. But I will say with that one, uh, you know what? That one's not, This one is very, like, you're probably It's heady. It. It's very it's, heady, and it, it takes a bit to get through. Uh, yeah. It's very I, dense. But I, And I dig it, and I would read more. Something I'm is Killing the Children it. is very brisk, as you say. Yeah, yes. it's, it's a little bit different. He also had a run on Batman, too, yeah. a year or two ago. I can't remember. I don't think he was the Court of Owl guy. That was Snyder, um, Scott Snyder. Um, he did Court of Owls, which is kind of like a like yeah. resurgence of the Batman book. I'm not as crazy about Tinian's uh, Batman stuff, but yeah, his indie stuff is or his horror stuff is very good. He, I think he does the Last House on the Lake too. Or? Yes, yes. Yep. This uh, Department of Truth is really good. There are major horror elements because it's, it's there's a lot about the Satanic Panic in there. Yeah, and there's some cool stuff with like cults and the fear of devil worship and stuff in the 80s um so there's definitely a horror element there and the art style is is it's kind of creepy and it has this very dreamlike nightmare-like vibe about it which i dig um it it is heavy though so it's it's one of those books where like you're not going to just breeze through at least i didn't breeze through i think it's 12 issues total over the course of the two books like normally with comics i'm just breezing i blast through comics but with that one i had to savor it a little bit yeah because every issue is kind of its own story but it's also part of the overarching narrative um i the concept is like i can't believe they haven't taken this concept concept and like i'm sure somebody's pitched a pilot for a show or something but like like this concept seems like like perfect tv concept not an exact adaptation of this how old is the comic uh only a couple years old yeah yeah but like Give it that, time. The, 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 mm-hmm. the basic concept of like the idea that there's like that we're living in a universe where like if enough people believe something they can manifest it into reality. Yeah. And that there's like a group of government be a good like HBO or uh, FX yeah. show. Yeah. Be sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like even if they take the base concept and just like run with it, like if one week they have him hunting Bigfoot and the next week they have him you know, like like I don't know. It could be a cool show, right? But uh, I would read more of that too. So thank you for the for the uh, for lending me the, uh, well, the it books. Could, it could be like um, Supernatural season one, where they have like the big bad of the week, but then yeah, there's also an the overarching. Week. Yeah, absolutely. For sure, um, for sure. I think that would really work. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, oh, I I am about halfway through um, Cloud in a Cornfield. Yeah, Adam Cesar. Adam Cesar, yep. yep. And uh, I must be liking it because I'm like blasting through it. Like, it's a, Is that a slasher? It is a slasher book. Uh-huh. I will say this. I'd seen it advertised a ton online and I'd heard good reviews and I'm I'm digging it so far for sure. Yeah. It is definitely more of a young adult book than I realized. Okay. I did not know that, which is not a knock on it, but like I was expecting more of a straight horror with I did not realize how much young adult There's a lot of um characters that are live streaming and tweeting and stuff and which is fine. I'm cool with that, but like I didn't realize that, so it was right. a bit of a like a culture shock for me, like jumping into it. Um, it's I, I'm old now, so <laughs> it took me a minute to start to relate to the kids in the book. Um, but uh, I'm enjoying it so far. It does take a little bit to get rolling. We do some. There's a lot of setup in the first hundred pages or so. It's it's like 320 some pages, so it takes a while to get rolling. But once the kills start coming, they start coming. Yeah, and they're good. <laughs> and this guy is in a clown costume. It's sweet. So um, I will, f- I will circle back and let you guys know what I thought about the book after I'm done. There's a sequel now too. Yes, Friendo yep. lives. <laughs> yeah, Friendo. Friendo is the name of the clown. Yep. Yeah. So perfect. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> right. So um, anyway, uh, yeah, that's about it for me. Uh, Nikki, you have been watching yeah. things. Hold on. Well, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, things I will start with things that Willie and I have been watching. Ah, so I have been watching stuff. We've been watching stuff together, stuff? together. Okay, um, not much, but um, like we watched The Quiet Place two, yeah. and uh, yes. we had to rewatch Quiet Place one. Oh, that's right. That was when you texted me. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. it's been like years since I watched that movie. Yeah, I'm a year. I mean, don't say it like years. It hasn't been out that long, has it? Like 2013, didn't it? No. Quiet Place One. Yeah, I don't think it's that old, is it? No. Are we sure? I think that's like 2016, 2017. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Well. Because I mean, like, just (laughs) 2018. Yeah, four years old. I was gonna say, like, from like 20 2012. What are we talking about right now? Like the deaf girl in it, like she doesn't look that much older. Um, but yes, we 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 did rewatch though. Yeah. Yeah. So we did, and like I will say that that was one, um, that like we watched again, um. And we weren't as impressed as we were the first time. So, like, we were kind of disappointed the second time watching it. Just because, like, just the believability of it. <laughs> I know it's kind of bizarre to maybe say. Maybe we got lame in the last no, maybe four we years, did. five years. But, like, like, basically they're, like, saying that, like, a pin dropping or, like, a <clears throat> would have an alien come by. And then, like, but they can hear it through floors and stuff. I'm like, there has to be a little bit, like, and I understand, like, and, and, and you know. <sighs> Nikki's saying the aliens are too OP. Okay. Huh. They're way too OP. Like, yeah. in that yeah. first one, they, they, like, it's, like, insane how attuned their hearing is to the point where, like, there is no conceivable way any human being would survive. Exactly. Like, there has to like, be, like. You have to cough at yeah. some juncture in your life. And, and, or sneeze. 
And and I will say, as somebody who knows sign language, who went to school for it, that even deaf people make sounds when they communicate. Yeah, they fart. I'm, I'm just saying, I, like, oh, you're going to fart at some I point. I know, I'm, but like, they but don't the fart they, to communicate. That's fart. not what I was saying. But, but that they do make sounds, and that just because they're deaf doesn't mean that they're mute. Of course. They're absolutely not, and they do make sound, and I do know that you adapt to things and all of that, but... Like that it's just impossible to live in a world. And now given, you know, we've only seen, you know, in two movies, a half a dozen people who are alive. But you you have to know that there's more people and there's more things. But then but then there's things like in in Quiet Place 2 where um, uh, what's his face? Killian the outside, Murphy. Killian Murphy. Thank you. Um, he is like living in this bunker type, and in there's like some sort of uh hatch that closes. And even if you like squeak that shit with like uh, like uh, like whatever with as much WD forty as possible, <laughs> like it's gonna make sounds, but somehow like it doesn't make any sounds at all like huh. and then like we were, really that's just, we were super annoyed the we whole time were. It seemed, it like, just like a very the, cranky watch by you too yeah <laughs> but like you know so like but but if so like i understand like in the very beginning of quiet place one like the little boy on the bridge type area like you know uh puts on the sounds on the little uh Toy, whatever it was. Oh, it was yeah. Rocket ship yeah, it's rocket off. ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And then that puts it off. But, like, some sort of, like, organic sounds, I feel like, like, light footsteps, now given, like, a tree falling or whatever, but, like, a slight branch sound, and then you remain quiet, I feel like then the aliens would be like, no, that wasn't a sound. Like, that was just nature. Like, that was fucking nature. And like you know, I don't know. Like it was they're just too OP. They're too OP. Yeah, and like it was just, yeah, it just wasn't like fair. It didn't seem legit. Like there are plenty of times where you accidentally make loud noises, and I can understand that. And that is actually like probably pretty organic to the script to like put in something like that, like dropping a vase in the house or a picture frame or something like that. Like, but like a light cough or something like that. Like, I don't know. This podcast likes, we have discovered tonight, this podcast likes our aliens stupid, like the ones from <laughs> yeah, Signs <dumb. laughs> who, come, yeah. who come to Earth. Yeah. That being said, Quiet Place 2, how did you feel about like the second movie? It, just as like as a movie itself, like, how, like it was fine, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was fine enough. I, I don't need more Quiet Place movies at this point. I'm good. Like, well, but especially because the Quiet Place three that we found out is like a prequel day one, but know. we already kind of saw day one. Or, or okay, it's gonna be other people. I forgot that that's what you said, but yeah. you said like day one at first, and that's kind of like stuck in my head where I'm like, I don't need more day one. Like you know, it's different. There's a baseball but, field, like but, whatever. I don't know. But um, 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I wonder, I've seen both of those movies in the theater, but I've never revisited them at home. And I do wonder if maybe they are movies that work better for like uh, in the theater when mm-hmm. you're kind of like sucked in and everything's quiet. Maybe that's part of it. Yeah. 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 I mean, the first time we watched the first one, we both liked it. This time we gotcha. were kind of like, yeah. I mean, I didn't dislike it. I was no. just kind of like, it just felt like, I'm like, like this doesn't like. There's no like you couldn't live. There's like I don't buy that any of these people are surviving. Yeah, right. I think like the first time through, I was like much more starstruck over them having like a deaf actress and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And I was like, oh my gosh, sign language is so cool on screen. And then this time, I was like, okay, it still is incredible, and I love that they got an actual deaf actress. And then you know that John Krasinski like you know made them all learn sign language to communicate with her and like really make her feel at home like that's all super cool but then it was like kind of like that magic you know kind of faded and i was like okay the movie (laughs) and yeah and it was it was less cool sorry um yeah what Um, else you got what else you got uh we also watched uh that 90s show ah not all of it not all of it but we've been watching a little bit at a time it's It's all right yeah i mean it's not and kitty are sweet yeah but that seventy show is one of Willie's favorite TV shows of all yeah. time. Is it your favorite? Comedy. Favorite comedy. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, favorite comedy show. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would say. Um, we also watched Bullet Train. I don't yeah, know if you Bullet talked about that. I think I talked about the, that on uh, the show. I think it was right? the last show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Bullet Train, sweet. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Love all the Thomas the Train stuff in there. Um, <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say about it. The There's so much. There might be too much. At it times, was bizarre. But it's, it's pretty good. It was bizarre, but I love that actor, and I loved Brian Terry Henry. Yeah. yeah, and I loved the duo of them. What were their names? Tangerine and Lemon. Yeah, Tangerine and Lemon. I loved them. Can I give a spoiler? Spoiler alert, everybody. Yes, Um, that'll take care of it. (laughs) Pause, pause, pause to fast forward. They die, but I... One of them lives. Oh, yeah. But I wish that they both would have lived because I would have loved a spinoff of Tangerine and Lemon, like... On their, you know, prequel. Uh, Prequels yeah. are all the hot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I would have, I yeah, I would love to see them in a movie, as you know, like the next Rush Hour kind of thing. I'm down. Or whatever. Watch mm-hmm. it. That's the only thing. They I were fun. Think of. Um. Okay, but okay. So what I have been watching, I am currently watching Eli Stone. I remember that the show. I don't think I ever watched it. That's an old one. Yeah. My mom told me about it. Um, she's like, yeah, I just, I started watching it and there's this guy and it's weird. There's like this, he's got these visions. Is he an angel? Is that no, the one that he is angel? not. Okay. So mm. the whole thing is that Eli Stone is a lawyer. He um, has a brain aneurysm. Okay. That causes him to see visions. Okay. And like weird, you know, like, yeah, visions basically. And um, it's inherited through his father who I can't remember the name of the actor, but I love him too. Um, and basically he's kind of like a prophet. Like, so like his yeah. visions help him save other people. It's like a different version of like, uh, that morning newsletter show. Uh, good m- early edition. Early edition. <laughs> Loved that show. Early Chandler. Uh, yeah. My <laughs> wife on here, you too can talk about early edition. All oh, the time, it's good man. stuff. Yeah. Loved early edition. But so, like, he's trying to use his powers for good, and, like, he hasn't always been a good guy, and yada, yada, and 
And it's so horror related. He's been to the other side. He's seen. Yes. <laughs> He's well, seen something. He's seen the abyss. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like the whole first season, a lot of his visions include George Michael. Like the very first vision is like the actual George Michael. Yes. The actual oh, yeah. George yeah. Michael. He's, I think I remember that. Like I remember commercials. Yeah, like that. he's mm-hmm. in a lot of season one. Um, and yeah, so no, it's a lot of fun. There's only 26 episodes. I you know, so I'm only like four away from the end. But yeah. Um, that one is really fun and like heartwarming and funny and yada yada. So, um, the other ones that I'm, uh, other ones that I've, I have watched are like Ginny and Georgia. Uh, that's a Netflix the one. Netflix show. Uh, that one's really fun and I can't wait for season three. Um, I think, uh, Ginny gets arrested at the end of season two and I wonder how she's going to get out of that. Is she gonna get, I was Ginny going to get out of this pickle. Oh. Is that about Ginny from Friday the 13th part two? Hell yeah. <laughs> I wish. Um, let's see here. I'm in the middle of you. I actually... This is like, he's like a serial killer, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, But <laughs> like, especially in season four, it's like accidentally so. <laughs> <laughs> he's accidentally like killing serial people. killer. Yeah, it, it's like, it's Tucker and Dale versus evil, but like in a serious setting. Okay. Um, but um, but he's done a lot of really bad shit in the past. Um, and <laughs> um, I kind of like stopped halfway through. I watched it when um Willie took Josie out for like a daddy daughter day, and I was like meal prepping and like. Mm-hmm doing stuff around the house and i was like okay i'll i'll watch something and then i kind of like gave up um but i think i think that there's a seat like a part two to it i think it's I one of those weird netflix like we're gonna release like three episodes and then release. Yeah, call it part but, one and then yeah but I, really, I didn't even finish what was out but then i heard i think that there's like a part two so i'm like okay that's not so bad but then i almost feel like i need to go back and rewatch other thing like the other seasons to remember some of the shit and and some of the people, but then have I kind of don't um, want to. Have you ever used utilized YouTube for this? <sighs> Not like enough. No. Do, yeah, there, I need there to. are heroes out there on YouTube <laughs> who will put together ten minute videos that will recap an entire and you're all set. You will, it will recap the entire season for you. Sometimes it'll be a robot voice too, where it'll just like Ooh. then this happened and then this happened. So and so kills so and so. Throw it on while you work. Listen to it like a podcast, and you will be ready because I do that all the time. You have to rewatch. Okay, any I of should do yes. that. I should do that because it's time to rewatch shit anymore. Because Willie and I have been through this, like especially with the scream stuff going on, and then mm. he we were talking about like killers for certain from certain you know movies. It's like I think I kind of remember, but I don't really. But I've seen these movies like one to two times each, mm. and he just goes. I just wish I had that ability to like forget. But with shows like, it's different. I, with shows it's different because yeah, I, I, yeah. I I will say like Stranger Things we were rewatched when the new season came out and I mm-hmm. but I had to rewatch the whole thing because I was like, I don't remember shit from the show. Like Yeah. I remember like the broad strokes, yes, but like not the mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well I will I will try and like wrap this up okay. kinda of fast. Um but um I watched Rewatched all of Two Broke Girls. Uh, I love that show. I love sitcoms. I think I've said that many times on here before. And then I started watching The Neighborhood, 
which stars one of the actresses from Two Broke Girls. And I've, I've watched a little bit of that in the past. Is that the Cedric the Entertainer? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. I'm familiar. And yes. then the um, Schmidt from New Girl. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Caroline from Two Broke Girls. Um, it's great. New Girl. Uh, just I know you guys are fans. Uh, yes. It's one of the worst shows of all time. I just want to put it Oh, I'm not a fan. Oh, sorry. New Girl? <laughs> Huh? You weren't a fan of the of New Girl? I, the, the oh, new, oh, New Girl? Oh, oh, New Girl. No, I, I thought you said Two Broke Girls. I don't like that show. New Girl, yes, I like New Girl. You didn't like New Girl? I get want the you to know. Fuck he out like, of my house. Like I will edit this, and guess what? I have control. No, I will edit, get the fuck out new, of here. I will edit any New Girl love oh out of this podcast. Oh, my God. Tim, I'm a master. Tim does not like uh, Zoe Deschanel. As, yeah, well, I mean, in my defense, she's a terrible actress and completely unlikable. I wish everybody could see the look on my face I, I, right I now. I just have to get oh, this off. Right? I think you've seen this. Two Broke Girls. I don't really like just, Two Broke Girls. This podcast no, network sh- is way too uh, kind new girl, to like. New Girl. Uh, everybody loves New Girl, and I want to be the voice of reason and sanity and tell people that it is absolutely. Oh my gosh! I've never, like <laughs> I've never hated you before. Yeah. I have, I have watched that in its entirety like three times, and yeah. I will watch it thirty more times in my life. Yeah. Like. Like because it is phenomenal and you're a piece of trash. <laughs> <laughs> Two broke girls. I'm glad you brought it up. Much. Though. All right. What else you got, Nikki? <laughs> yeah. Give, give us your give us your one or two word reviews of everything uh, well, you've been watching. Okay. No. Okay. So the neighborhood, though, I, my review is that I'm pissed because I was watching it for free on I don't even know Roku. what on Roku, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like season pull? three, it looked no, it was like. Season three, episode fifteen. It was like the middle of the goddamn episode or the season, and it was like you need a subscription all of a sudden. And I was like, "Fuck you!" That's what Roku, TV is. Roku does that all the oh, time. Oh, I didn't know that. I did evil. not know that. That's like Amazon. That's their whole Amazon <laughs> Prime does that shit, and that pissed me off. I'm really careful about what I watch off on Amazon now because suck you in, yeah, and then pay for the extra, yeah, yeah. because they pissed me off for that, like. For that, but yeah, um, yeah. So I will finish watching the neighborhood. Um, but okay. So the two things that I have been watching that are still like episode to episode on yeah. Hulu yeah. is Will Trent. I like that show quite a bit. Yeah. Yes, my mm-hmm. mom told me about that as well. I really like Will Trent. Um, Who's the swim fan? Uh, Erica Christensen is yes. that the swim fan huge fan the swim of fan, her baby. the swim fan has taken over uh, network TV because Jay Hernandez he's in the swim fan is he th- no who's no, swim fan no, no, no. Jay Hernandez is uh, uh, what's he Hostel Hostel and uh, Crazy Beautiful is yes. Jay, Jay Hernandez I is no. Jesse fan. Bradford Jesse Bradford mm-hmm. thank you never mind so he, swim fan has not he's taken the swimmer. over mm-hmm. yeah I don't know where Jesse Bradford is he's no, Sorry. He's and who's right. the other one there's two guys in swim fan uh, Jesse Bradford that's <laughs> <laughs> okay, he plays Jamil. Okay. Yeah, he um, plays twins and swimming. Yeah, fan. no, that one is a lot of fun. And um, I, and then it's got uh, Zach from Saved by the Bell. Excellent. He has popped up a couple mm-hmm. Yeah, Amy and I really like that show. We uh, yeah. yeah. I, as I've gotten older, I've, I've really started to enjoy episodic TV like that, where case a week, yes. and then I'm out of there. Yeah. Jason yeah. Ritter is in Swim Fan as well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I haven't seen yeah. it in years, but yeah. Um. But yes, a big fan of Will Trent, and I'm also watching a new show called The Watchful Eye. It Ooh, okay. is a um, what's the new CW? Uh, Freeform. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's the new ABC Family. 
Oh, okay, ABC Family. I get so, what you're, yeah. Freeform. It's on Freeform. Um, I actually started watching it because my cousin, and I'm going to say that loosely, she's like my second cousin or like, I don't know how families work. So my dad, his cousin's daughter. <laughs> so whatever that w- works out to be. I have a, uh, a just family. Co- I have a, just call cousin. Yeah. yeah, yeah second cousin, cousin. She's in the show. She plays um, like one of the side characters, but uh, she's been prominent in it. Um, her name is Bennett in the show, if you watch it. Um, and so this um, girl takes a babysitting job in this. Um, it, it's kind of like only murders in the building type building <laughs> setup, And like there's these like rich people in this building and yada yada. And she takes the job as a babysitter or nanny so that she can get to a ruby or something like that and steal it so that her and her boyfriend can like live life for the rest, you know, like live large for the rest of lives. And, but there's all this weird stuff going on in the building. Um, one of the characters in it is, the grandma for Gim- from Gilmore Girls. Oh, I've seen this. Yeah, I've seen advertisements. Yes, for yep. yes, yes, yes. So, um, she's like one of the main people in the show, and there's just like a bunch of mystery going on in this building that you, that hasn't been you know revealed yet. But you know that there's craziness, and I feel like there's some sort of cult type thing going on with this eye symbol that you keep seeing and. Yeah, so, cool. um, but it's interesting and it's really cool and I really like seeing my cousin in it and um, yeah, so I would definitely suggest that because it's kind of like, you know, a mystery type show. Cool. Yeah. Excellent. Well, let's get this, let's get our Scream 6 picks out here because I got to right. get a roll in here in a oh, second. Oh, yes. Um, so we need to lock in our final picks mm-hmm. for who we think the killer Or killers are... In Scream 6. And you know what? I am just... There are going to be two killers. Mm-hmm. I got the IMDb pulled up. You have the Me IMDb. Me I am... You're going with two killers. Okay. Uh, there are going to be at least two killers okay. in this movie, is what I'm saying. And now, we will, I will say, like you mentioned at the top, there are spoilers running rampant. Um, mm-hmm. Stay away. We do not know them. We not have not yeah, seen and, and don't share them. Any of the information I'm going to give, based on my killer predictions, is stemming from trailers... Or interviews with the directors that have come out about the movie. That's I it. think we are. So I'm just going to lock in my picks right now. I am going to say we are going to get Henry Zerny. Henry Zerny. Who okay. plays Le Doctor. Le Doctor, is it Christian? Dr. Christopher Stone. Chris, Le Doctor Christopher Stone. Okay. I must have a French version of it um, <laughs> pulled up. I believe he's the... So I just uh, he's Zerny, the dad from Ready or Not. Yes. So Zerny, is the, he's just an odd pick. I'm picking him for... Because he's a, he's a um, uh, what is what is, what kind of doctor is he? I'm blanking right now. Is he a psychiatrist? I think he's playing Sam's psychiatrist. Psychiatrist. I, believe, yes. I think that's going to be the twist. And oh. you know what? I think it's going to be him and Sam. Oh, I think we're getting it. I think well, we're going through with it. I think he's going to be kind of pulling the strings. You think? Guess. Okay, so we're going to go with our lead girl is going to be one of the killers. Yep. Interesting. We kind of yeah. did that in one of the screams. Little bit. So you're gonna a little bit, a little bit, not really, but not th- <laughs> not to this degree though. Right. Okay. 
Um, Nikki, you want to go? Uh, yes, I am ready. Yes, let's hear it. Um, How many ghost faces will there uh, be? There's going to be two. Two. It's going to be Gail Weathers. She's going to be fucking pissed <laughs> that she's just had to deal through with all of this bullshit. So the motive is she's trying to like end this shit? Yes. Like kill all these people and yes. just be done with it? Okay. And she's going to work with Chad Meeks Martin. Oh! Because oh, he's it. pissed because he almost died in the last one. <laughs> okay. And because he was so fucking cool. He's like, so, I'm annoyed. Yeah, and I'm, I'm annoyed. With, uh, me and Gail are really annoyed about this shit. Yeah. We're going to put it put it to rest. Exactly. And right. those are my in two the big killers. Apple. Those okay. are my two. Okay, I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I am going to go with... I'm going to go with my... I'm going to stick with my one pick that's been consistent... I think the entire time we talked about this, Dermot Mulroney as Detective Bailey is going to be one of the ghost face killers. But... Sexiest killer alive. I'm going to go <laughs> with two killers and his um, counterpart being Liana Liberato. Okay. Who is character Quinn Bailey, so I'm assuming his daughter. I think we're going to get a father-daughter, father-daughter. duo Ooh, to play shit. off the fact that Sam and Billy... Our father and daughter. We're gonna get a, a play on that, on the on the the tutelage of fathers and daughters. There we go. I'm gonna go with that. We All have right. we have locked in our picks. There you we go. are about to find out in a couple mm-hmm. weeks. Let's see yeah. what happens. Excellent. All right. Well, we will see everybody back here for Scream Six. Yes. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Bye. <laughs>